Hello beautiful people and welcome to the Holistic Awakening Podcast. I am Natalia O.L., your host, breath healer and holistic life coach for the modern awakened woman. In this podcast, we explore holistic awakening related topics. From feminine activation, cyclical wisdom, wellness, biohacking, alternative healing methods, to consciousness, magic, spirituality, personal development, and psychedelics. In this sacred space, you will find interviews with light leaders, juicy conversations, and live activations that will help you feel inspired and supported in your own holistic awakening journey. Hello, beautiful community. I am so excited to be back recording the podcast. Uh, I've been a little absent from this space as well as all of my platforms, especially at the beginning of the year, um, because January has been a month of a lot of new beginnings for me. So I have spent some time integrating and adapting to my new reality. However, I am really excited to bring the show back. Um, so much magic is flowing into my life, which means that magic is going to be coming your way if you are part of my community. And to start today's podcast, I want to just share a few of my exciting news with you to yeah, give you a glimpse into my personal life. So one of my first uh, announcements is that I am back to studying. So I signed up for a master's program in Integral Counseling Psychology at the CIIS University in San Francisco. And this is really exciting for me. I've made a commitment to become a licensed psychotherapist, which is something that is going to take me a few years. But yeah, I'm just so happy about this. Um, It's something I've always wanted to do. It's been in the back of my head, but not until... December of 2021, uh, something happened in my personal life that made me, yeah, make the decision to pursue this path and say yes. And I'm just so happy and blessed that I get to ride this journey and move forward with my education, up-leveling my skills. And yeah, what this means for you is that if you are part of my community, you will be getting um, a lot more support and if you are one of my clients or thinking about working with me, wow, just get ready because my skills are being up-leveled <laughs> to the next level and I'm going to be holding a very, very special sacred space for your transformation. So you get to enjoy that if you decide to work with me and that's, yeah, that's just fantastic. Another of my powerful news is that I am officially a part of the Breath Guru team. So... All of you know that I love Breath Guru. My mentor Alan Dolan was on one of my latest episodes and I just really believe in Alan's message. I believe in his work and obviously I believe in the power of breathwork and I believe that we're, when we unite forces we're stronger. So yeah, working with Alan is such a huge opportunity for me and I just feel so grateful and excited for, for this opportunity and I will be taking um, the role of 
social media manager and online community manager. So on top of that, I'm helping Alan co-create and birth the Spanish-speaking training program for breathwork facilitators. So yeah, I'm just super excited to be engaging with Breath Guru and helping the brand and obviously bringing my skills and, and my talent there. And yeah, the way in which this is going to impact you is that, well, I will be doing a lot of online events again um, and co-creating things inside the Breath Guru online community, which I will be inviting you into. So I'm very excited for all of the people in my community to also be a part of Breath Guru's community and also tap into the magic that Alan has to offer. So that's going to be, yeah, really, really cool. Something to look forward to. And finally, before I introduce today's guests, I want to give you the fabulous news that my husband Richard and I are getting a small puppy. <laughs> so yeah, we are taking the leap into increasing our family. We're not quite ready for kids yet. And I know you were thinking that I was going to say that we're going to have a baby, but that's not what's happening. We are welcoming a creature, a puppy into our lives. And she's coming home on the 5th of March. And I'm just really excited about this because I had a dog growing up and I was just really resistant uh, to get another dog that wasn't my family dog. But as soon as I say yes to having a new dog it's like something's really shifted in my energy and I'm really yeah sensing this puppy and her energy and just opening myself to receiving this new incredible soul that is coming into our lives and that's just something exciting that's happening in my life and that I want to share with you because I believe that we must share the joy in our lives right and remind ourselves and each other that life is an opportunity for us to experience everything and to enjoy and to share the joy so that last thing is not really affecting you in any way but if you follow me on instagram and facebook i will be posting some puppy pictures so if you want to get all the puppy vibes make sure to follow me on my platforms and with no further ado let's move into today's epic conversation. So today's conversation is with one of my VIP clients and really good friend Jamini Pedleskis. So Jamini is an IPEC lead trainer and she was the person who trained me in life coaching. That's how our connection began. She comes from the world of consultancy and she has gathered many 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 years of expertise as a coach and a couple of years ago we reconnected as she felt appalled towards trying breathwork. She originally joined the breathwork moon circles which is an offering that unfortunately is no longer available but that was her entry point into the breath and then from then onwards her life is completely changed as a result of her work with the breath. I am so inspired by Jamini. She is incredibly powerful as a human being and as a woman and as a mother 
And in today's conversation, you are going to hear everything regarding Jamie's spiritual path as well as her experience with breathwork, with working together, things that have happened for her as a result of opening to her sensitivity. And towards the end of the episode, we are also going to talk about activating your essence, your foundation uh, as a human being, which for us means going back to tap into that innocent, pure self that is you and the way in which you come into the world as a child, pure, innocent and with everything that you ever will need inside of you, ready to be unlocked. I am actually so excited to announce that Jamini is currently launching a coaching experience called the Activate You Experience. And this is a five-month coaching experience to uncover and activate your essence and foundation. This experience will include group breathwork sessions led by me. What I love about this program as well is that Jamini align the calls for the program to align and match with the moon cycle. So all of the calls are going to be happening on the new moon and on the full moon so that we together can harness the power of the moon to help us connect with our cyclical nature and to release, shed anything that's no longer serving us as well as uncover our foundation and build upon that beautiful pure essence that's within you using the support that the moon faces are here to offer. So I cannot tell you how magical this container is going to be. Plus, if you decide to join us, you will be held by two facilitators. Jamini, with her many, many years of coaching expertise and presence and beautiful heart and my energy holding you and supporting you through your breathwork journey. Anyway, I'm not going to say anymore because if you listen to this episode towards the end you will hear Jamini and I talking about this program and I think that that conversation probably explains everything perfectly. So with further ado, I'm going to introduce today's episode. I hope that you really enjoy this transmission coming from our hearts to your heart directly with so much love, hoping that it'll inspire you and I will see you on the other side. Hi beautiful Jamini. Welcome to the Holistic Awakening Podcast. I am so honored and happy to have you in this space. And I would love for you to start us today by letting us know a little bit about who you are and how you ended up walking the spiritual path. Well, firstly, I just want to say thank you, Natalia, for inviting me into this space, into the podcast space, into the space with you um, and being able to share my essence with you and your community. So firstly, just thank you for that. Um, so for those of you, um, my name is Jamie Padleskis, in case you're wondering how to pronounce that second name. And I... 
I don't even know where to start in some ways. Where do we start in terms of my spiritual path and how it all started for me? I guess it started back in 2012 is probably the year that stands out the most in my lifetime, although there's probably upon reflection, lots of moments that are um, probably connected to that moment of 2012. But 2012 was my trigger event you know, that we sometimes call the awakening event or the event that started it all. And in 2012, the event for me was an argument with my now husband, back then boyfriend, um, a really intense argument actually that led me to pick up a knife and want to stab him with it. Um, I'd been drinking alcohol. Everything was piling on top of each other and I'd clearly reached my full capacity, Um, probably overreached my full capacity in that sense, right? It was overflowing, um, which led that trigger of wanting to do something that I would never imagine I was capable of. The interesting thing, though, was what was what happened next, because those kind of events is probably something we can all be like, oh, yeah, I know somebody else or I've maybe experienced something similar myself. But what happened next was the conversation my husband and I had, which was him sitting me down and saying to me, I know you're in pain. I can feel the pain. I don't know why, but you need help. The words you need help, sometimes hearing them can be jarring because I had heard them before, but it was what came after that was you need help and I will support you through it. And those were the actual words that I needed to hear to really then allow me to step into wanting to experience something different, right? To change my then reality. Um, And I call that a real awakening moment. Even though I didn't directly then walk into all these spiritual practices that we might be familiar with now, it did lead me to at least want to know that there was more to life right than what i was currently experiencing and how could i go about changing that especially when it came to my own emotional health um and the you know negative emotions as we call them were ruling my life so how could i move through that so that awakening moment then has led me to um i went and got counseling for myself it also interestingly led me to do a coaching certification for myself which on surface looked like I was doing it for my career because <laughs> that's kind of what led me to sign up for it. But oh boy, <laughs> did I, I was ready for what then happened was me walking into doing the iPad coaching certification that it was going to change my life you know, upside down, inside out. Um, and that was probably my first introduction to what we call now, you know, the spiritual world or the spiritual context of things in terms of language. Um, because when I walked into IPEC and had that experience, I realized that I had been experiencing intuitive hits, you know, having support from my guides and angels from the day I was born. But you don't, when you don't have the language, um, you just, oh, it's nothing or it's weird or it's, you know, a funny coincidence, all of these things that we just shove it away. And doing the IPEC training actually started introducing me to the language of consciousness, to the language of awareness um, in a way that I hadn't experienced before. And then making the connection to energy um, and our being energetic beings and how that is a really key component of our evolution as human beings, well, spiritual beings having a human experience and how energy moves through us during that experience. So all of these language and 
other portals, I guess the language opened other portals to what is now my spiritual path being. Um, through that meditation came into it, right? Another modality helping us tap more into our inner world. And of course, last but not least, my latest addition has been the breathwork um, healing modality, um, which I was so honored to be able to do with you, Natalia, as it felt like we switched roles, you know, it was divine that I was meant to bring coaching to you in our experience and you were meant to bring, you know, the medicine of breath to me. And I feel um, that is, you know, all the different components, how they've come together. You can't make it up. <laughs> like you can't make it up. You can't plan for it. Um, and they've all unfolded in such beautiful ways that I'm forever grateful for. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, everything, this story, so rich, and I can really feel the, yeah, the, the ocean that has been this experience, like filled with waves and different teachers and modalities and little moments that have contributed to, you know, your life. And yeah, what resonated with me, especially when you shared it, was this awakening with your partner. And I just want to acknowledge, um, yeah, the power of sacred partnerships and um, allowing other people to be our companions, our mirrors, our teachers. And I know that you are very committed to the union, sacred union path. And I just, yeah, I just want to give a heads up to that start of the story but yeah like I love that we well for all our listeners um for your clarity Jamini and I first met in uh, 2016 when I did my IPEC coaching certification and Jamini was my teacher and I just I remember this this moment where we did an, ass an assignment in IPEC where you measure like different qualities that you have and I um <laughs> this is really funny because my quality of intuition was like my highest it was like 90 or something and Jamie came to me and she was like oh wow look your intuitive quality is like really really high and at that point I didn't even know what that meant I was like she's she crazy or what like what is she what, what is she trying to <laughs> say to me like I don't get it like why is this important at all like I did not get it but you were already at that point where you were so connected to your intuition and your meditation and ah it was such an inspiration to watch and what also resonates from our journey is that coaching was also my entry point to spirituality and to just realizing I am not my thoughts I am not this body I am a composition of different parts of the self and my mindset and my stories and how I respond and how I use my intuition, all of these, it's um, giving me a new way of being. So I'm, I'm really grateful for, yeah, for that time where I did my course, which was also life-changing for me as I met my current husband in that training. Yes, <laughs> what, I, what an amazing <laughs> thing, right? And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then obviously I also met you that came back into my life later on and we've, you know, created a beautiful friendship. And I'm so grateful to to have you in my life. And also, I'm really happy that the breath has been able to 
anchor you and support you in your evolution. And I'm really curious to hear more about how you ended up doing breathwork with me and what sort of changes or um, benefits have you experienced since including this practice as a regular practice in your life? Yeah. Well, thank you for that uh, account of our journey. It's just been beautiful to have it reflected back, right? And just connect to those memories and those moments um, since 2016. And yes, to, to yay to your sacred union and meeting your husband, right? <laughs> so, which I saw happening, <laughs> which is beautiful uh, to then hear that it, you know, transitioned into a full um, deep, connected, loving relationship that it is today as well. So it's really interesting, actually, Natalia, as I heard you say, you know, recognizing we had a, we had the similar introduction, right, through IPEC and recognizing that I'm not my thoughts, I'm not my feelings, um, I'm not my body, right? So that just tells us that there is so much more to our essence and who we are than just these little, you know, isolated parts that we may may be told to focus on, right? Or not focus on if we say it that way. Um, and the evolution of my own, you know, consciousness um, and my spiritual journey or my evolutionary journey as a being, it, it, it's those components, right? I started with the journey maybe more cognitively. So trying to understand all of this through my head, trying to understand energy um, through my head as well. And then you move on this path to recognize okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it rationally and logically. I want to embody it. I want to stop feeling and experiencing it in every cell of my body. And that's probably where meditation comes into it. Or for some people it's yoga, or for me, it's dancing as well, right? So movement is such an important component, component of that. So then you start seeing, oh, okay, it's not in isolation. There is actually um, those two things, you know, different things that come together, you know, the, the movement, the mind, the emotions. But it was actually partly through my meditation journey as well that I started connecting a little bit more to my breath. The difference, though, with meditation is when you are meditating and different forms of meditation. I've learned the Vedic, Vedic meditation. A lot of it, though, required you to kind of stop breathing, if that makes sense. It's really slowing down the breath. That way you can go more deep and inwards. And yet it wasn't for me anyway, based on where I was in my journey, still moving some stuck emotions in my body, right? I could feel them that it felt like a bit of a clog <laughs> because the flow wasn't going in the same way. And that's where maybe the breath wasn't reaching the depths of my body and my being um, in the way, maybe I was feeling that I wanted to. So when I was, I think, what was it? 2020, wasn't it? That we connected. Yeah. And I think at that time, I was going through probably the biggest transition of my life. I just had my baby in 2019, July in the UK. And then at the beginning of 2020, we had decided we were going to be traveling for that year. So we sold everything, right? We gave up everything and left literally a week before the world went into lockdown. So we had nowhere to live, no, very little possessions by choice. But of course we couldn't travel in the way we wanted to. And we ended up in Spain as our refuge and what a beautiful gift that was. Yeah, it brought up a lot of unknowns. And what I noticed during that period was the practices that I'd learned so far, they weren't supporting me 
from like a core foundation that I needed to be able to move through so much uncertainty at the same time. You're in a unknown country that is in a state of emergency, lockdown, got an eight month old baby, right? A new baby, new mother, all of these little, you're locked out, you can't go anywhere. So you don't know the language. So there's so many different unknowns. The plans to travel changed, the work was changing, right? And all of those things, there's so many different components that became uncertain. That was actually what led me to say, I got to go deeper into myself. So my foundation becomes even more solid. It, it, it needed to be, I didn't feel so anchored in myself. I felt really wobbly and shaky. Um, and I was at the beginning saying, oh, it's hormones. I'm so hormonal because I was breastfeeding, right? It's just stress. It's, we, can, we can like just say, oh, it's all these things. However, I knew that actually to be able to move forward in a world of uncertainty, which it still is. And we're in 2022, right? So one of the things you realize is uncertainty is always going to be because it's part of life. So in, instead of waiting for it to change, it's like, okay, let me take a look at my foundation and how do I strengthen the anchor that is me, that is within me. And that was what we know I was following you anyway, all the time and we were connected anyway. Um, but that was my real pull to say, why not breath work? And then been little moments where I'd heard things about breath work. I'd heard uh, the most valuable thing you own in this life is your breath. So it started kind of bringing all these awarenesses in my mind of why am I not utilizing the most valuable thing I own, my breath, which is free in some way. It's free. And then I realized, well, I don't really know how to breathe. I don't really know how to even utilize my breath to take it into the depths of me. So it becomes a part of my anchor, right? A part of my foundation, a part of my stability. Um, and that was my kind of driver to say, I want to check, I want to experience it. And I did experience it once with another facilitator. And I realized it wasn't just about the practice. It, that the person you do it with, the safety, the holding space they do, all of those things were really important components of it so the medicine is the breath but it's also the person who then brings that to you and of course I've I struck you know struck gold with you Natalia because I, I had both I had both so doing I mean through through what I'm just sharing I think it's coming through quite clearly how beneficial <laughs> my journey of breath work has been right and starting with the moon cycles there's been so many um, unwritten or unexpected benefits of breath work that have come through. Um, reconnecting with the moon again and the moon cycles has been, um, and the energy of that. So really tapping into the energy that surrounds us every day and understanding how we might sync with it or whether we resist it. And then realizing, oh, that is part of the ebb and flow of my day-to-day -day experience. And that's really fascinating, right? To understand uh, that component of it. Um, so huh, benefits, you say, what have I got out of it? Ah, where do I start? <laughs> what have I not got out of it? Should we do that list? It's probably smaller <laughs> than what have I got out of it? <laughs> the biggest, the biggest tick obviously is it's not, it's fulfilled that anchor, right? My breath being mm -hmm. my anchor and really connecting me to my foundation. Is the work done yet? Well, no, we're we're it's a lifetime experience, isn't it? So there's no ending. There is ne there never was. However, just knowing that you have um, something that is available to you anywhere at any time, 
that it really is a real quick reminder to then come back to that center and that anchor in me. Um, mm -hmm. I love also the depth of it's opening me up. Um, it's opening up all my bodies, right? Not just my physical body feeling lighter, but it's also opening up my emotional body because the emotions are, you know, the energy shifting there and also my spiritual gifts or my, you know, my uh, heightened <laughs> in energetic gifts or intuitive gifts, gifts that are coming through, which are again, uncertain because I don't know them, I don't understand them, yet I feel still a lot more secure um, in them. There's one thing I will describe, actually, and this is probably a big, big um, component to the breath work, actually, is I have gotten super comfortable now with three words, which are I don't know. And to really like even when I say them now, I feel light and it's like, you know, but just mm. getting really comfortable with them because they don't trigger my stress in the same way that it used to. Mm, is that safety in, in trust in the unknown and trust in yourself as well? Yeah. And just recognizing that that trust is in, in you. It, it's already in you. Um, and it's whether you're accessing it, whether you're tapping into it, um, whether you're using something that you already have. And I, that's the, the other piece of the magic of the breath work. It's, it's telling me to access parts of me that have always been there that I've forgotten that actually support my foundation of stability and safety. Probably back when, when, right? We didn't have the same level of stresses that we have now that we've always known as truth, if we say it that way. Um, and that's, that's probably one beautiful way that I can summarize it because those three words and it's the gift when people say, hey, what's the big lesson of 2021 for you or 2020? And same thing is that I'm comfortable with, I don't know. <laughs> like that's my biggest lesson. I don't know. And I'm comfortable with, I don't know. Um, and people think I'm joking, but I actually am quite serious about it. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of those experiences and benefits and when I hear you sharing, like actually two things stand out to me. And one is this concept of the anchor that you've been talking about, like to be able to create that safety within you that you can experience everything in your life and that you have yourself, you have your own back and that you are conscious and awake, right? And like walking this path in, a, in the most awake way possible. But another thing that came through when you said that was the only way the feminine can flourish is when she feels safe. Yes. She, she needs that, like, she needs that safety, that foundation in order to really, like, you know, be the juicy, feminine, abundant, beautiful, like, radiant that she already is, right? And I just want to add to your journey that from the moment when you had Alia, your daughter, and uh, you enter into motherhood, there was also this sort of pull towards uncovering your feminine, which is clearly coming through strongly now as you are, you know, launching into the world with your, you know, your business and everything is like, it, there's been like a real shift in how you show up to the world. And I think that is also connected to this uh, reclamation of your own cyclical nature that you have been able to 
um, built in your life through, you know, the moon cycles when we were breathing with the moon and then connecting with the moon cycle yourself and, and with the breath and um, through the embodiment process of breathwork and finding that anchor and clearing and shaking then this uh, sort of awakening of the feminine has happened and I, I love seeing that but I also wanted to mention that you know motherhood is an initiation it's like when it happens like energetically and spiritually there's so much that the mother goes through right like so much cleansing so much releasing so many old ways that need to die as the person who was an individual an independent individual is now dying to give birth to this new person who is now responsible forever for this baby and this child that will you know hopefully forever exist until you pass so there is just deep stuff that's happening in the foundation when you become a mother right like so much Absolutely. like clearing shaking and no wonder why you are feeling so ungrounded not only because of the state of the world and you know being in Spain and not having your home and everything but also like energetically all of this was happening and, and I think that that's just something I want to stress that motherhood is no joke <laughs> especially if you are a sensitive being like it will kick your ass energetically and spiritually so you gotta have the right support for that yeah no thank you for that Natalia and it, it, you I think there was so much going on you kind of forget <laughs> sometimes that there is so much going on and that it's not in isolation it's all connected um what I love though the connection that you made um to the anchor and then awakening the divine feminine and that is spot on, actually. That is in the breath work and the medicine of the breath has actually brought me back home to my true nature, which is the feminine. You know, I grew up being very masculine and tapping into masculine energy because that is the energy of protection, right? And I needed a lot of protection, uh, a lot of self-protection, especially having such a traumatic childhood and in the start of my adulthood, that that is the only way it felt like I could survive. But when you start, like you say, the old parts of you start dying because they're not actually resonating with your core rhythm, right? They don't actually resonate with your core natural cycle. Um, and that has been part of the process of awakening the feminine that is very much part of that. And motherhood has definitely kicked my ass. <laughs> I already knew that when I found out I was pregnant that my beautiful daughter was coming to kick my ass in all the right ways <laughs> in 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 um and also bringing that me back into alignment with my truest self to then be able to hold the space for her to step into her truest self which she has beautifully done so far until you know every day since she's been born and she's two and a half now and going on four and a half or five <laughs> right? um so yeah no absolutely that so resonates and thank you for reflecting that back and mm. um, with the interconnectedness of all that is I guess yeah I, I actually have goosebumps just talking about um your daughter because I feel <laughs> like she has been a catalyst for your for this real transition between the old Jaminy who was in survival and really just operating um, in a way that wasn't serving 
her and then through this gift of motherhood then everything's shifted and it's because and this is what makes me trust in a spirit and I'm just gonna put this out there but like these spirits are coming through us they you know they in a way like know what they're doing right so they're like hey I'm going to make sure that circumstances are right for me right like when I go down to the earth realm so um, as your soulmate uh, she probably had some previous arrangements with you that you agreed to but it's so interesting how quickly the change has then happened in two or three years that you since you have had this new soul in your life it's actually turned everything around like like now you're living your life in a much more sustainable way you're in your feminine you're cultivating your um anchor your essence you're like expanding your consciousness you're um you know you're bringing in intuitive parenting which is uh, something that i'm really interested in tapping into and it's like wow like so much has happened in what three years three years is like a new literally a new Jamini. so for me what this shows is that there the possibilities are limitless really for change for transformation for for awakening for growth and uh, and also when we say yes to something you know we are opening ourselves to the the full experience of what that is going to be and when you said yes to being a mom then that's what came through for you yeah absolutely oh I love it I, I'm getting goosebumps as you reflected back to me I just love it because I think when you're in the experience yourself sometimes right you're focused on just one day at a time one moment at a time but absolutely she's been an instrumental and I'm super grateful for her being patient because you're right she did have communications with me and said can I come yet now clearly I was saying no and then it was like no I'm coming <laughs> and of course we got pregnant by accident no such thing <laughs> because you're right on some level I said yes and she here she is and here she came and the interesting thing then Natalia that you said is the old Jamie had to die and has been through that I have been through a death process and funnily enough I had a dream when uh, Alia was six months old and in that dream I saw myself die um, and it was very emotional and I woke up very shaky and at that time when she was six months old I interpreted that as a physical death and it showed that I would die before she was two it was very very clear and you know, the journey we've been through, um, through the breathwork journey and, you know, the time we've been working together and we've talked about this, right. That two days before her second birthday, you know, her birthday is on the 25th of July, 23rd of July, I ended up being hospitalized, right. I had to go to the hospital because I had so much pain. Um, and the only thing that came into my consciousness then was that dream. And the realization though, in that moment was, Yes, I was ill and I was going to the hospital and I needed to get, you know, um, a CT scan and all of those things. But I knew I wasn't going to die. Like I wasn't going to physically die. But it was clear that I had to die. <laughs> that was a metaphorical death. And it came two days before her second birth as a reminder that your death is coming. And I can either surrender to it and accept what is in my evolution, or I can resist it and make it very, very hard for myself. So in some ways, not changing was not an option. 
you know, it was surrendering and accepting what is and the transitions that were coming allowed it to actually happen. Well, no, let me take that back. It didn't allow it to happen because it was already happening, but actually it changed the experience of it, right? I either move with it or I move against it. And this is where the words easy and hard come, right? People are like, it's so hard. And I'm like, is it really? Or is it because you think it should be a different way that makes it hard? right? Is it our thoughts or is it really hard? Because those words are just judgments, right? They're just judgments of the experience. And often I get a lot of clients and a lot of people like, this is so hard or this is so easy. And I'm like, what makes it so? Whilst if we accept what is as is, then it's neither, right? And it's both. Mm. It's kind of becomes that. So it's really interesting actually where, and I think those are a lot of the realizations that came with the breath. Because if we think, talk about the breath, it's all about being with the breath as is you can't make the breath harder you can't make it easier right it just is you just breathe you even think about it (laughs) it's so automatic (laughs) yeah and even in our practice when we do it once you've taught me the technique and yes the first few times I was like all in my head going am I doing it right is it you know and that's why having someone really hold that space for you and guide you is invaluable and then it transitions because it becomes part of your breathing because you do know how to breathe. <laughs> you do know it. You just think you don't know it. But when you move past that, I think I don't know how to, how I breathe or if I'm breathing right, even though it's a technique, still know how to do it, right? And it comes again. This is easy. This is hard versus it just is. You were born to breathe. Mm. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And yeah, what you were saying about the death process and and you know, the breath and just surrendering and and not judging the process. Like, I feel like that's one of the things that I love to use breath work for, to to just really be able to be present and not afraid of whatever emotions I'm going through. Because as you and I have been talking, big things in life will bring big emotions. And especially when you are transforming and clearing and the process of death and rebirth those will bring more I don't want to say negative emotions but I will just say like painful like emotions or emotions that are uh, feel more intense in the body or that trigger uh, thoughts such as oh my gosh I'm gonna die if I feel this pain and and I just I want to address how gentle the breath is in holding us through being able to experience those emotions fully and come out the other end and just be like, that wasn't so bad. I did it. And also I just let that go. And I now feel lighter and I feel more neutral, right? So that I can, through my neutrality, I can then decide like how I want to think about this situation. So yeah, I just, I'm curious to hear your your ideas on this, but since we both come from the uh, coaching industry, I know that processing emotions is a tool that some coaching schools teach, some other coaching schools don't teach. Um, what are your thoughts on like helping coaches, you know, process their emotions more um, easily or like more efficiently and understand and educate coaches on the emotional aspect of the experience of working with someone and yeah has 
working with the breath change your ideas around this at all? I'm just I'm just curious. Oh, so many, so many amazing questions <laughs> you asked, Natalia. What a rich topic. We could probably talk have another podcast just on emotions, couldn't we, right? And emotional intelligence and um <clears throat> for us as individuals, as well as us as coaches, right? And how we then hold the space to that. Before I answer those questions, actually, I want to agree with you uh, on in, in terms of that reminder that the breath can be such a gentle way for you to process your emotions and release them. I think there's two words there, right? Process emotions and then release them. Um, when mostly in life, when we experience these big, intense emotions, which we call bad emotions because of how they make us feel in our body, we want to get rid of them as fast as possible. And we forget that there's actually a two-part process. There's a, you know, the, the processing of the process. <laughs> Part of the process is to process and then the release. And there, the, the breath actually makes it a very gentle way of doing that. And also the breath, what I really like actually, gives for for the mind there even though the mind's not involved there is an element of control because you can just stop the breath work whenever you want that's uh, for those of us who are like well i don't want to lose control to my emotions like i don't want to right become my emotions so i'm going to suppress them well now you have an option to say you're still in control now the question is how do you want to process it and release it so i think that's a really good reminder of Where does control sit in something, a modality like breath work um, versus meditation where you get some completely sometimes lost in it and might forget, right? You might not be able to pull yourself out. It's different levels of control I think every modality brings. For me, what's really interesting, I think combining, because one of the things, of course, as you know, Natalia, we talk in IPEC actually is everything is energy. And that actually means that our emotions are just an energetic experience. And the key is that it's temporary. That's why some days you feel good and sometimes you feel bad, right? But they're just judgments of a type of energy or an energetic experience that you're having in the moment. And what I think happens for a lot of people is they forget that one is an energetic experience. Then the second, that it's temporary, <laughs> that it's temporary. And it connects back to what I just said about processing your emotions and releasing it. So then I process the energy and release it. However, a lot of us have been defined. Our identity has been defined by how we feel on a day-to-day -day basis. And once you make that connection and you rely on that to fulfill your identity, now you're in a little bit of trouble because then it's going to now be hard for you to let it. Now this is where easy and hard comes. But why does it come? Because I have defined myself by how I feel. Therefore, I don't want to be an angry person right? I don't want to define myself. So I'm not going to let myself experience anger. I don't want to, right? It comes. So the minute that connection has been made, which for most of us probably has because of the way we've been raised and the conditioning of, right? Emotions and how they've been perceived or it's changing. But for most of us, if you look at generationally, we've all been defined as, oh, don't be such a sad soap or don't be, right? Or don't do it. And people define you by your mood of a day. So it makes sense that 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 that's there. Um, so that definition though, again, as a coach, if you think about it, right, I have to be a certain way as a coach, or I have to show up a certain way as a coach when it comes to my emotions. 
are going to is possibly either going to work for you or it's going to be against you in terms of how you then process and experience your emotions, whether they're yours or whether your clients in that moment. When we are able to really detach our identity from our emotional experiences and recognizing that they are temporary experiences, then you're going to be in a space where that neutrality that you just talked about, right, is available to you whenever you choose. So now the element of control is back. I have control when I am tapping into and not tapping into it. Kids, and I come back to my daughter because like we just said, she's here to really teach me and show me the way and remind me actually of the truth that is the truth of all of us because we all were that age one time and another. I watch her have her emotional experiences and they're temporary. Her cry, her frustration, as long as she's able to process and release it, which is what I'm there to do is hold that space for her instead of shut it down and saying, why are you crying? Stop crying. Stop, you know, don't get frustrated. She, it just moves. And then the next moment, she is the happiest person on earth, right? And laughing in so much joy. Their experiences. And kids do this beautifully when given that space. They move from one experience to another and they don't remember <laughs> that they were crying and frustrated and because it doesn't define the essence of them mm, yeah it's like they're in the present moment rather than oh, getting really. caught up on uh, their thoughts about what happened a minute ago or who they want or don't want to be so yeah it's, yeah. it's amazing to um to watch children for sure and uh, it's so pure, so innocent as well. And this is another thing that I try and teach my clients is it's that we need to reclaim our innocence and know that whatever it is that we are experiencing or doing or whatever trouble we've gotten ourselves into, it's okay. It's not who we are. It's just yeah. there is a, an explanation for how you got yourself there. And... Um, and I feel like the healing process for me is, is sort of forgiving myself, allowing my clients to forgive themselves, but then also uncover whatever is blocking us from feeling and experiencing our authentic, pure innocence uh, or our essence like you, like you are, um, yeah, like sharing. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you come back and connect to, it's a little bit like I've been talking about my anchor, my foundation. A lot of that has been Alia inspiring me to remember my foundation that I was born with that I, of course, forgot, right? Because very early on, I started getting abused. So the abuse created a narrative that actually completely made me forget the essence that I was born with, right? And it's then the whole process, my whole life, has then had a narrative to it. And then my awakening journey of consciousness and spirituality has been literally about shedding that narrative. It's not about creating a new one because a lot of the times we in personal development world talks about it. It's like, okay, well, if I shed this one, let me create a new one. You were already born with one. How about you figure out, like, let that come through because I guarantee you what you were born with is magical. There, there's no one that's not born with magic. We all are. So a lot of the things that I have found like doing the breath work together has been about shedding a lot of those little, we've been talking about these nuanced, subtle narratives that are still there. They sneak up on you out of nowhere. And you, I'm like, oh my God, Natalia, I've just realized there's another one, right? There's another one. But they're all about coming back to that purity and innocence 
that every single person is born with and it's still there. I think it doesn't matter if you're 40, 50, 30, just, it's still there. So that's the, I get jazzed up and excited about that because I started realizing Ali's been triggering that purity in me. It can only be triggered because it's already there. Just because I'm 40 now, doesn't mean I don't have it anymore. I didn't lose it after five years old, right? I, I've had it all my life. So that comes back to the, 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 the breath is pure. We breathe from our essence. We breathe oh. from the deepest part of us, Natalia, right? So the breath is pure. So it's kind of like, let me use purity to awaken my purity. Mm, yeah. Let me use the purity of my breath to awaken the purity. Yeah, that is so potent. And I love what you shared about people shedding their old selves and wanting to get rid of their narratives, but then trying to figure out who to become. And it's like, don't waste your time. Just allow your true self to be expressed through presence, through exploring yes. your foundation, to, to allowing yourself to just be who you are. Because a lot of us, as you said, have so much magic that is just ready to be awakened, to be discovered from within. And I just, I just laugh at the fact that so many people just work so hard and like even myself included sometimes like you know we try so hard to be something and it's like if we just sat in silence like we are already something beautiful we are already a beautiful being that is breathing and that is existing so yeah. this yeah this realization is is powerful and it leads me to my next question which is, um, would you be open to sharing about this beautiful Activate You experience that you have just launched yesterday and that we're all so excited to hear about? <laughs> and that it is exactly about this topic that we're talking about, finding your essence. So it absolutely is. Thank you, Natalia. Yeah, just launched yesterday, um, came through very hot and probably guess that it's inspired by Alia, right? Because everything we're just talking about, right? Her, She's been mirroring for the last two and a half years to me that she is born with a source of empowerment, a pure, innocent source of empowerment, a foundation fully intact. I didn't create it. <laughs> I'm not responsible for it. She's born through it. And a lot of people will say, oh, it's all on you, how you raise her, et cetera, et cetera. It is on me whether I create the space for that foundation to remain intact and so she can operate from it or whether I tear it down. Yes, that is. But I didn't create it. We, it, we all are born with it. And when I realized that, I was like, oh, my God, I'm just so excited. You know, she's at that age where she's really starting to express herself more. I just. I'm getting to know her. I'm getting to meet her. I'm not shaping her. So that's been pretty interesting in that process. Um, and that's where the intuitive parenting, um, I can feel, is asking to be birthed. And, you know, and that experience is coming through. The Activate You experience, though, is kind of like what we've just been talking about, recognizing that that foundation that I see in her is in every single one of us. And now is the time for those of us that are really feeling the call to really start shedding the narratives that maybe aren't covering up that foundation. There is no foundation to create. There's nothing for you to learn. You came fully intact. You've came with the full manuals already in you. And really the Activate You experience is all about shedding all of those things 
maybe going through a death, depending on where you are in your process, right? There may be a death that you are being called to step into, and it could be that this is the container to go through that death for you, or it could be that you are at a different level of shedding. It doesn't really matter, actually, because it's unique onto you, but that's what the Activate You experience is all about. It's a five-month journey, which is a divine co-creation. So it's not a predetermined, I'm going to teach you this, that, and the other, because I don't know your foundation, you do. But it is about creating the space where that can be activated, although it probably is already activated, but it's about you bringing more intention and focus to it through your energy. Um, and of course, Natalia is going to be partnering me with me on this to bring breathwork to it because I've, as I've just shared, it's just been such a magical um, experience for me and continues to be because, of course, I'm still on my breathwork journey that I've noticed that it's not ever a single modality. It's the dance of the different modalities coming together in such an intentional and focused space, sacred space. And anything is possible. All is possible. Magic happens. Mind-blowing stuff happens. Every, everything happens that you would not expect to happen and more. And that's why this program is not predetermined. I have no idea what's going to unfold. Well, I do. Magic. But in terms of our normal cognitive, well, what am I going to get out of a program? You know, that kind of stuff. It's not predetermined in that way. But it's going to be um, in alignment with the moon cycles. Having experienced the direct magic and power of the moon cycles, it felt so aligned for me to be told. <laughs> I, I will say I've been told that it's meant to be in alignment with the full moon and the new moon. Um and really harnessing those energies to really support us to uh, activate, like I said, our natural cycles, right? And the essence of you and your foundation, because we are in sync with nature. We are in sync with nature's cycles. Um, so that just felt really good to kind of bring together as well. So yeah, details of it is five months. Um, uh, virtual we do group calls twice a month um, and on the full moon we're going to bring in the magic of the breath because um, on full moon supports us working on a subconscious level and we really want to clear out like we were saying right the things that are not actually even yours in your foundation so it allows your true foundation and essence to emerge um, there'll be a private telegram group because we want to have a container where we are, you're being held and where we're, Natalia and I are holding you in that space. Um, and then also um, includes two one-to-one -one coaching sessions with me as part of that as well. Um, as I feel that there is always, because it's unique onto you, there's a group experience and then there'll be things that you really want to pull deep into your your process and that's why I wanted to make sure that support was in place and that one-to-one -one session can be a coaching session with me or depending on what your energy is asking for if it's more breath then that's something that will be available as well um, because for those of you who you probably all know Natalia really well that we're very much all about supporting your process and making sure that it's in alignment with where you're meant to go next so there is a lot of space for that to come through um, in this five-month experience as well. Oh, it sounds so amazing. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm excited. Oh, so exciting. Yeah, just I feel the energy of it. It's just like it, it sounds like, oh, okay, well, it's not predetermined what's going to happen, but it's already sort of happening. I feel like the, the container is it's just going to be in response 
to the energy of what people bring, right? And and for anyone who's listening who perhaps wants to join, just my my suggestion is, you know, bring everything that you've got into the container because then the container will respond to your full divine yes, right? Whereas if you come in with fear or like, oh, I don't know what I could do. Like, obviously you will get what you need, but like, I'm just saying, get out of your... Um, you know, fear and doubt and just like say yes and come with everything you've got because Jamie has years of experience holding groups and coaching individuals and I've seen her go so deep in her own process with the breath and in the time we've been working together and I just, I have no doubt that she's going to have, you know, an incredible presence to hold this space for people to really activate themselves and didn't you have Jamini something in your birth chat or your gene keens or something that said that you're you're here to like activate forward momentum is that yes was that something (laughs) was that coming through an astrology session or something like it was it was astrologist that said I'm here to activate forward movement in people and funnily enough my name Jamini actually means desiring victory I couldn't really understand even that, but it was actually, I'm here to desire victory for yourself. And when you combine the two, I was like, oh, that's the magic I was born with. (laughs) And it's been a process to own it for myself and then to bring it uh, to others because it's just an honor. It's 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 just an honor. It's just an absolute honor where people give me their full trust. And it's, it's and every single person that I have met to date, um, and I'm talking about met as well as worked and supported myself and especially my clients, they have contributed to my evolutionary journey in unimaginable ways. Every group that's come together and the ways they support each other. And that's why the group experience is absolutely magical because the 22, the containers for 22 souls, um, but I have no doubt that the 22 souls know who they are already. And they are there not only to to have this experience for themselves, but the way they're going to contribute to each other's awakening process is nothing that I can take credit. And I know you're going to agree with me, Natalia, that, you know, there's nothing that for us to take credit. So this group experience is really about the group. Um, and it's fully, fully supported by the universe, fully supported by the universe. So I'm excited because I know I'm going to be up leveled <laughs> through this experience myself. I'm super excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I I always feel like whenever you do a program or launch a one-to-one or something, like you as a facilitator transform yourself through the experience and you know, you always go through your own stuff as well. So yes. yeah, it's a it's a wonderful job. It's not always easy. But it's definitely rewarding. So, yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing. We will make sure to put all the details in the show notes. Um, So we are going to begin wrapping up our conversation. So I'm curious to hear if there's anything else that you feel it's alive in your heart that you want to share with our audience today before we close. Oh, alive in my heart. So interestingly enough, as we've been having this conversation, and thank you, Natalia, for taking me on my own journey of breathwork together and, you know, what brought me to breathwork. 
and us talking about, you know, connecting to our anchors, our foundation, our essence, activating all of that, the purity, the innocence, there's so many amazing things that we've touched upon. The interesting thing that came through as we were talking was this year is a serious year of awakening for every single individual on this planet. And one thing COVID, because I know COVID has brought challenges um, on so many different levels for so, everybody's having their own experience with it. But what one thing COVID has done is it has evened out the playing field in life. All of a sudden, we realize we're all the same because the unknown of COVID is the same for every single person in this world. For the first time, we're facing the same thing, if that makes sense, as one planet, as one right global community. Usually it was countries. Oh, that country had an earthquake or that's right. It's still very divided. That is the one thing COVID has brought. And that means that I don't know why I'm being told to say that, but there is something really, really powerful about that. Because often when it comes to, even in the spiritual world, I've noticed in personal development world, people are always comparing themselves to each other. Saying, oh yeah, but that person's much more advanced than I am, or they're more awakened than I am. Or No. <laughs> the opportunity here is we're all being faced with the unknown. We're all being faced with uncertainty. Everybody is feeling that survival, that safety, all of it. everybody's feeling the same thing in that respect. The degree of how we feel it, yes, is unique unto us, but there is that common. So there is this opportunity. I, I don't know, it just comes to say there's this opportunity or invitation, even that's probably the word, not opportunity, there's an, a call, there's an invitation. And this is a moment of uh, next level awakening for all of us. Doesn't matter where you are in your awakening journey. Doesn't matter if I started in 2020, 2012, whatever I said, I still feel it today, right? Mm. How do you want to kind of contribute, make your energetic contribution, not to the world, but to your own life? The world then comes, it, it's going to happen. Once you start radiating, the world's going to experience it. But there's just this call to say, what are you settling in your life? right? Where are you settling in your life that you don't want to settle? What are the things you really want to let go of, but are fearful to let go of? It's time. The worst has happened. We have a, right, we have a world disease that we're all facing. So we're all being triggered into that. So hopefully that message makes sense, but it feels very strong to kind of bring it to the forefront and saying there is a real, the time is now. The time mm -hmm. is now. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I totally feel the energy of the message and, and the word that was coming through for me was unity like with self yes. with the true self actually like unity with your true self and then unity as a collective consciousness and, and human species and you know with the planet and the animals and the environment and yeah that came through as well yeah I love that word, actually, unity. And it's that unity and the, the transition towards that unity, right, is what the world, um, I don't want to say needs, but is asking for. Is that the invitation to say, do we want to create a different experience? Mm. And what, what contribution do we want to make that towards that experience as an individual and then naturally on the collective? Mm. Yeah. Wow. All right. So what a ride have we have we had this morning? Um, so, Jamie, before we close, like 
how should people reach out to you if they want to connect, have a chat with you or even uh, sign up for and the Activate You experience? How do we find you? Yeah, what a great question, Natalia. So for those of you who might want to connect with me, feel free to follow me on Instagram if you want, Jamie Love. Um, Instagram, I'm assuming we'll um, share the URL for the Activate You experience. Um, and if you want to stay connected um, with things that are coming, like the intuitive parenting um, and other things that we'll be bringing to the forefront through jamie.love, is um, sign up at jamie.love is the website and subscribe to my list. And I'll be honored for you to, of course, come and join that. And then we'll be connected and, and stay in touch. I'm also on LinkedIn as well. For those of you who might want to check out the more professional side of things and all the certifications she's got, quite a few there. So you can go check those out. <laughs> so your mind is, <laughs> you got the tick box and go, okay, yeah, she, she's got the stuff <laughs> when it comes to that side of things. So you've got those different platforms um, to connect. And I would love to hear from you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jamini. Well, oh, it's been a pleasure speaking to you today. And yeah, I'm sure you and I will be connecting um, for our breathwork journey very soon. We will. Thank you so much for having me, Natalia. And thank you all for listening um, and joining us. Wow. What a potent conversation. Thank you so much once again, Jamini, for joining us today in the show and for bringing your beautiful heart, your intuition, your insights, your journey, your expertise. It was a real pleasure to record this conversation and then to re-listen to it. So for all of you listeners, I will be leaving all of the links to connect with Jamini on the show notes. And yeah, be sure to reach out to either Gemini or me if you are curious about the Activate You experience. We are here to support you, to answer any questions. And we would absolutely love to have you join us for this co-creation. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share it on your Instagram or Facebook and tag me at breathchica so that we can spread our message to more people. And if you feel called to, I would also welcome a five-star review on iTunes. And with all of that being said, I hope that whatever you are in the world, you are enjoying your day and that this episode has inspired something beautiful inside your heart. Goodbye for now and we'll see one another in the next episode very soon.